You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Driving to the rim, Amore cleans it up, and it's fitting that a defensive game ends on a defensive play. 51-55 Rutgers. You're listening to the BetQL Network live all this week leading up to the big game from BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Just a touchdown throw from the site of the big game. Presented by BetMGM. Yeah, welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Chelsea Sylvester with you on a Tuesday. And uh, and we're, we are here at the Sportsbook BetMGM Right across from State Farm State. Chelsea, you said under the break there, maybe a Josh Allen touchdown pass away. Oh, it's a long touchdown yeah, pass. But it's uh, a touchdown pass. Yeah, I guess. I think Josh Allen could do it. Uh yeah. I mean, if we if we let him wind up, he could. We're we are we're close. So if you're if you're in the area, come on out and see us and hang out. Shows here all day long on the BetQL network. All right, we're gonna have some great guests coming up here in a little bit. Seamus McGee's gonna join us, lead trader at BetMGM. Jason Lockenfora, one of our insiders here, Odyssey coming up next hour but let's touch on some college hoops we, we talked some hoops yesterday with the Kyrie trade and the college games last night we actually have four games tonight between teams in the top 25 so we have some some pretty marquee matchups we heard the call there with Rutgers winning uh this past weekend uh I like this Rutgers team I, I mean I, I they strike me as a team that can make a run in the tournament I worry about their offense because th- they have dry spells but their defense Joe is incredible and that I mean tonight game when they play Indiana the angle I'm looking at is the under on the game. I, I the under, I'm looking at right now is 135 and a half in that range. Yeah. I don't know how these teams are getting to that number with Rutgers playing the defense they have. Yeah, I wrote under right there. If that's it. That's the play. <laughs> you see that? Uh, yeah. So Rutgers, of course, number two defense in the nation. They're they're top seven steal percentage. That end of the court. Now Indiana's playing well. Question is, these kids, how are they going to rebound? From Saturday. From Did Perdon? you see that scene? <laughs> yes. They stormed the court, and it looked like they had a party. Yep. Um, and they, they might still be partying right now, and Indiana just happens to be a party school anyways. Four and a half. And now I, I also look to the under. That, that was my look. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Yeah, it looks like Rutgers has not been great as an underdog uh, so far this season, two and four. And we're talking about a relatively short spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just talking about this. Letdown spots. We saw it last night with Duke. Sure. How bad did Duke look against mm-hmm. Miami coming off a game in which they played their biggest rival, UNC, on Saturday? So I do think if there's ever a letdown spot, maybe this is it. Yeah, it just feels like a rock fight. I could see Indiana coming out, you know, kind of off after what they did on Saturday against Purdue Oops. or Perdon't, the way we talk about them. And Rutgers, they just don't score much. So, I mean, that, that's when they're playing their best. They don't score much. I, 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 I thought about the four and a half on Rutgers because I like them, mm-hmm. but I'll just take the under on this game. I, I think that's that's a play tonight. So that that's one of the games. Rutgers twenty four, Indiana mm-hmm. eighteen. What about Rutgers money line plus one sixty five? I mean, you're tempting me now. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty good. 
This line's moved though. Open at three, went to mm. four and a half. Yeah. So we've seen money come in on Indiana. Hmm. Yeah. Does that I mean, scare you? A little bit. I mean, Rutgers is up to 16 in Ken Palm right now. I mean, they, I, 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 as someone who, who grew up most of my life in New Jersey, I, I never thought I'd see the day where Rutgers basketball is, is this good. I mean, they, they are a really good program right now with big time defense. All right, another game that we were looking at tonight, and Chelsea, you mentioned this during the break North Carolina State, Virginia, and the North Carolina State Wolfpack are now in the top 25. I hate it. I hate when <laughs> NC State gets any kind of hype because this is how it always happens. NC State gets ranked. They get some hype, and then they fall flat on their faces. This is the first time they've been ranked since 2019. Wow. So it's a big accomplishment for this team. They've won, I believe, four games in a row, and it is a good squad. Uh, Turquavion uh, Smith leads the ACC in scoring, and they have a couple other guys that can uh, really uh, you know, fill up the box score as well. Mm -hmm. uh, a big guy down low that is absolute, an absolute unit. DJ Burns, if you have seen him, my goodness, uh, he has not been skipping meals. So my lean would be NC State plus seven and a half, the way that they've been playing lately. But my inner NC State fan knows that this is usually the spot where NC State breaks my heart. Just be bad so they don't play with your emotions, right? Just continue to be uh, terrible. Expect um, the worst, right? Is there value on the other side? So you have uh, Virginia coming off a loss. They, right. finally, they ended their seven-game win streak. And yes, NC State playing very well. Winners eight of nine. Georgia Tech twice. Florida State. Notre Dame. He's, they're not having good years. Okay, so that would be my concern. But you numbers it's wise, seven and a half, you're getting exactly. Yeah. You're getting seven and a half. So what's the total? Because that's the other thing with UVA games. If it's a low total, oh, high yeah. spread, I'm very tempted to always take the underdog. Yeah, they just don't run away from teams. I mean, it's right. just not the way they're built. Not the way they. They play the game. Um, tonight we're looking at 135 and a half. Same, same total as, as Rutgers, Indiana. Pair of unders. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know about that. That's uh, a low. <laughs> that's pretty low. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. If it's a low total where points are at a premium, which, you know, it's different in college hoops because there are quite a few points still. Sure. But still, low total, high spread. I'm always leaning towards taking the points. By the way, I just looked up DJ Burns, the kid you said, uh, and NC State. You know, wow. he's not he's not missing his meals before games. He's going to become a star of the tournament. I mean, obviously they're assuming they're going to be there. Oh they're, God, don't so, don't jinx it. No, I'm just we saying, ain't in it people yet. People are going to love this guy, right? Like the nation's going to see him for yeah. the first time. They're like, oh, he's he's awesome. He he just has a he's kind of every tournament has a, a player has a look about them. That people just fall in love with, or they're like really NC tiny, State really ain't big. Getting in though, they're Look projected the as an eight right now. No, they will. They'll fumble the bag down the oh. And also, <laughs> don't you think the fact that UNC and Duke are having down years, it's going to give the ACC less credit? And that's the thing when it comes to the selection. Like those are things. It's like, well, the ACC's down this year. How many teams do they really deserve? Yeah, you'll get a little bit of that, but you also get people that always favor the Power Five. I mean, we know the Big 12 is going right. to get almost every single team in. Big 10, not as strong, not as deep as most other seasons in the regular season. So somebody's getting in. But I mean, I, 
what's the smallest number the ACC would get? It's still the ACC. They're going to get six, right? Yeah. Five or six, even if it's a down year. But here's the other thing. If Duke and UNC play any semblance of good basketball down the stretch, and, they will get the upper hand. Sure, yes. Just because yep. yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. they have the pedigree. Yeah. And UNC was in the championship Well, last now year. I'm going to push for, UN, uh, for NC State to get in because I want DJ Burns in the, in the NCAA tournament. All right. Um, another Big East game and a big one tonight, Joe. It's two teams that we've talked a lot about this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquette, UConn. Uh, Marquette getting four and a half tonight against UConn. Rematch of a game last month in which Marquette won that game. And that was kind of the start of, of UConn kind of falling back a little bit. I still like – I like both of these teams. I mean, I have, I have futures to win the national title on both of these teams. Marquette's obviously playing much better basketball than UConn right now. What do you think here? Four and a half is the number. Uh, the number was a little surprising to me. Now, back on January 11th, Marquette won at home 82-76. to 76. And is the market thinking, okay, maybe UConn's back. They figure things out. I think that's jumping the gun a little bit. We're talking about wins over Georgetown. They're terrible. And DePaul. They didn't cover against Georgetown. I know. How do you Butler. not cover that against Georgetown? That game was tied in the second half at one point. That's yeah. the thing. UConn, for me right now, is not a team that I am willing to back. No. Uh, not going to lay four and a saying, half. Oh, it's a great bounce back spot. How many times are we going to say that yeah. about this UConn team? You cannot base this team based on previous years. Yeah. Just because they're UConn does not mean they're good. They're 3-9 and nine against the spread in their last 12 games. Meanwhile, Marquette, 9-2 ATS over their last 11. So the market is saying, I ain't touching UConn. Yeah, UConn beat some bums. Congratulations. You were supposed to do that. So let's see it against a quality opponent like Marquette. The one question I do have about uh, your Marquette team, Joe G, is they don't have quality road wins. Mm-hmm. So, But, hey, we're getting four and a half. And we think Marquette's the better team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they played last. And I know we know the game was in in Marquette last time, but they played. You said what January 11th? They were the better team that night. Yeah, I would think about the four and a half. Just taking them with the four and a half. I mean, yep. this feels like a close game where they could absolutely win this basketball game. What do you think about this Marquette team, uh, Chelsea? I mean, Chaka Smart kind of putting his imprint there. I I like them. I I think they're a team that could make a real run in March. Well, I don't even care about that. For me, it's I'm seeing the numbers how the market's too low on them. Because mm-hmm. even on the road where they're not very good, they're good against the numbers, six and two against the spread. Yep. So that's what you're playing in day-to-day college hoops. You are playing teams where the market has not caught up on the team that they're currently fielding. And I think recency is a thing. Marquette is playing the better basketball. I think on paper you can say the matchup favors UConn because I think down low uh, they do have the advantage. But still, I can't back this UConn team. And Marquette, the market, just hasn't caught up, caught up just yet. Let me just say that I hate this TCU-Kansas State game, the way these two teams are playing right now. Yeah. TCU's lost four of five. Uh, they, they can't shoot from outside. They can't hit their threes. Uh, K-State, who people were buying in on earlier this season, now they've suddenly lost three or four. Now, against very tough opponents, Kansas, Texas, their most recent losses. But uh, I'm having a tough time coming up with some sort of an angle on this one. Well, uh, Mike Miles is still out for TCU, correct? Yeah. Their yeah. best player. He's a big – I mean, gigantic. You said he's their best player. So he's, and, and they're scoring without him. It's just – it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it disrupts the offense when you have a big piece like that that goes out. So you'll look at the box score and it'll look fine. But if you actually watch the games, you'll see their offense is a little different. It's, uh, it, it's interesting how many four-and-a-halves we have on the board tonight, Paul, as, as Paul uh, Aspen gives us his college basketball thought of, uh, of the uh, the slate here. But the four-and-a-halves everywhere tonight, right? Three of the games we talked about, four-and-a-halves the number. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if I – I'll be with some – I'll be on some Indiana team total unders. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I'm going to play them against Rutgers. What is sure. that number? 69-and-a-half. Are they getting the 70? I have a tough time seeing that. 
Um, so I'll go under that. That's how I'll play that under. Thinking right now, as you guys are talking about, like TCU obviously missing key player. Kansas State has kind of looked a little bit fraudulent. Are we going to end up having to fade some of these Big 12 teams in the tournament? Are some of them just not that good? Or are they just being uh, – I mean, we've done this in the past with the Big East. Who um, are you referring to? Which which team? Kansas State, uh, TCU, a Iowa State who just took down Kansas, but then we see them having trouble scoring. Right, right. Like these are the – I'm just I'm – th- I'm not saying I necessarily am. I'm just starting to get that – February feeling where oh best conference the, in the conference nation. getting all the hype we do it every yeah. year yeah, yeah but they're also battle tested if you look at it that way right. if they're playing tight games every single conference game I think that's a point in their favor because you don't want to back these teams that it's almost the point against Gonzaga you know when they come for that conference where they're not really challenged and I know there's some other teams out there this year uh, but still I was thinking this going into the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. Yep. And we saw some stunners, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when it came to that one. I think it was pretty much even as far as the overall, you know, who won the most games. But still, I wouldn't take it against them that, you know, they're playing these tight games every single night in conference play. I think Paul's scarred by the the many years that Big Ten would get seven, eight teams in and nobody makes a sweet 16. They all got knocked out yeah. day two. Just yeah. happened over and over again. Uh, yeah, it's happened again or and again. who is it, uh, Mountain West, that people are always like, fade the Mountain West yes. in March Madness. Right. And I didn't listen. And who was it, Colorado State, who had like uh, David Roddy, Conference yep. Player yes. of the Year. And I was he like, got he's all the a stud. Yep. They're going to cover. Then he misses back-to-back free throws, and I don't cover that number. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Mountain West, a no-go for me. Well, you know who I'm going to be backing again this year? I guess oh, he's a Mountain West guy. Yeah, he loves to be Mountain West. I don't understand yep, it. That's going to be terrible. <laughs> so, do you like Nevada tonight or New Mexico? Have you looked at that game? So, New Mexico is one of my adopted squads, Chelsea. So, how I many are we up to now with adopted Paul Aspen squad? <laughs> it, it's but it's temporary, you know. It's oh, I, I just I don't. Young Paul Aspen. Them. That's how the dating life was. Whoa, Let's keep whoa, it moving. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I said young. I said young. Well, yeah. <laughs> by the way, as that comes up, a congratulations to Paul Aspen, who is officially engaged Yay. now. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Paul. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So. I, he didn't want to tell the story there. Well, what's the story? <laughs> I don't know. The story is that Jake walked in uh, to the bar we were at Unbelievable. without even noticing. But. Yeah, Jake, do you have a response to this? Did you know this happened? So she's wearing the ring the whole time, and Jake didn't notice. Yeah, that was our, wow. soft, that was our soft launch. Just took the ring for a spin that night after kind of – and then we announced everything like Was that. she hiding it, or did, was it like on the table? I, I mean, she wasn't like, here's my hand, and Jake didn't just notice. It was just like she said – like we saw Shane Reardon from the score. And he what a in, terrible night! And he's like, <laughs> memorable. Wow. Aside from the the engagement, and so he didn't like, notice. No, and he's like, oh, Jake's coming, and so Marissa, my fiance, I think that's the first wow. time I said that word on the air. So that was a good. Yeah, it felt, felt pretty good. Okay, um, <laughs> pretty. She she was like, oh, I wonder if he's gonna notice. She's like, well, let's play it cool, but. And Jake did not notice. No, that's she, men she though. Men don't ever notice. True. Oh, I would not have noticed if I was Jake either. I would have noticed. Well, that's also Are you an looking age. at Some, hands? Somebody, somebody who I work with, who I know is not married, I talk to every day. He's with his girlfriend. Nice to meet you. And she's got a rock on? Yeah, yeah I, I would have noticed. Did they shake hands? Too. Did they shake hands? Or did they hug or anything? It was like a half hug, like one sitting, one standing sort of thing. Well, I know this. If we had to nominate someone to be a detective on, on this show, Jake would not be it. <laughs> Oh, so this wasn't my first here, time meeting here we her. Go. Stop yelling. That's true. She, I mean, she had just seen him at the updating thing. And, and so you didn't notice. Ring, no ring last time. 
Now, right. how often am I? How am I looking at someone's hands? That's yeah. Like this is a direct shot at Paul. It's a direct shot at Paul for the size of the rock. Not good enough. Exactly. I know what this (laughs) This is. is What's going on right now? No. But Chelsea, when you first get it, I mean, it was an hour within the hour, right? Aren't you constantly looking? Oh yeah. You like hit your hand on things because you're not used to like the space on your finger. So like, I'm sure she was like, you know, you know, showing it off. So, but men, like you guys don't notice this. I know. I I would not have, especially like at 25, you're not out there looking at rocks. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm not sure if Jake's hitting the music because we have to hit it.